talk to local business owners uh, and offer your services. Or you can use websites like uh, Upwork or Field Nation. Uh, Field Nation is a new one for me. Um, I reviewed it. And Field Nation pretty much, uh, it pretty much sends you tickets and you bid on the tickets. Let's say if it's a ticket that, okay. Welcome to Debt Friend IT. My name is Mike. This podcast is for anyone who's looking to get into the IT industry, whether it's for a career change or you're just interested, you come to the right place. So in today's episode, we're looking at some ways to get experience as a beginner in the IT industry. So one of the biggest problems that we all run into is that we graduate from college or we graduate from that technical school and then we start applying for jobs and we get hit with the O. Your resume looks good. You look good on paper. You got this certification but you don't have any experience. So today I plan to go over some options that could help you to uh, get some experience that you can put on your resume. As with everything, you know, everybody's journey is different. This is just some options that may help you out to help you land that first IT entry level role. So the first thing we're gonna look at is, this mainly is probably uh, aimed towards college students or recent graduates, and that's internships and work study programs. So while you're in college, you know, you can start searching for internships. Usually big companies usually offer some sort of internship. Uh, It's all good if it's local to your area, you know, the better or if it's remote. But what they may do is bring you along, have you work in a certain position as a um, intern. And this position could be paid or most of the time it's probably not paid at all or it could count towards a credit for one of your college, one of your courses in school. Uh, a lot of times you see this done in the biomed environment. So usually with biomed, their last semester, most of the students, they're out working an internship at a hospital. Usually what ends up happening is after they graduate, then they, whatever hospital they're working at ends up hiring them. So the same thing that we're looking to achieve that you achieve in biomed, this is the same thing we're trying to achieve in IT. So. You get this entry level or this internship and pretty much this company will have you working maybe for a couple of months or maybe for a semester. But the plan is, is if you can find these internships, then you can work that role, get that real world experience. And then you'll have that experience to put on your resume. And then when you're graduating high school, you already have some sort of work experience, some sort of real world production experience. That could help you to land that first role. So that's with internships. But then you have what's called, uh, a lot of colleges may call it work study programs. So this is where you're enrolled in a college at a, under a um, IT curriculum and the college is looking for help. So usually, you know, the college is looking for help. So they may um, hire students as work studies. And then with these positions, most of the time you're probably paid But the good thing with this is by the time you graduate, then you already have however many years that you worked for that college. You already have that to add to your resume for experience. So look up, start looking for some internships or some work study programs. If you're currently at a college, you know, the work study programs, a lot of times you may be coming doing a help desk role or desktop role or wherever that college may need some sort of help in. So the next way to gain some experience is by volunteering. So 
So volunteering, this is where you want to look for some nonprofit organizations. A lot of times, if it's a smaller nonprofit, they may not have the means to pay any kind of IT personnel. And when I speak of this, a lot of times what comes to mind is churches, your local community centers. So a lot of times these places may need someone to help on the IT side of things, where if they may need a wireless network set up, then you could go in, set up that network. And maybe if it's a church, you could help them with their Zoom meetings. If they have a church service offered via Zoom, or maybe if you're in a large area, then you have what's called the mega churches where then you can offer the volunteer as some sort of IT support for them. And then with this, you're actually getting that experience in the real world because, you know, when that whole service, you know, everything has to be on point. And then at your local community center, they may need some sort of IT personnel too. So let's say if your local community center has computers where kids can come in, work on the computer to finish their homework. A lot of times those computers is going to start to break. It may be user error where the students that's coming in using them may end up breaking them, but they're going to need somebody to try to repair those computers. And then another option would be like uh, looking up nursing homes. So a lot of these places, they're small, but they do use technology and they do use need, need IT personnel. But a lot of times they're so small where they may not be able to afford an IT personnel. So approaching one of these organizations may end up leading to a permanent role or it may end up leading to you getting a job elsewhere because of you got that experience. So you can come in, help them and volunteering. Some of them may even offer to try to pay you a little something, but you know, that's not guaranteed, but volunteering, that's another way. I think that you can gain some IT experience, some real world experience that you can include on your resume. So the next way to gain IT experience is to network with other IT professionals. So this is one thing that I think um, a lot of people forget about, but a lot of times in IT is one of those things where it's not, it may not be what you know, but it could more so be who you know. So just by networking, getting yourself out there, uh, talking to people, going to networking events, especially you may be able to find some events that's geared towards IT professionals. You know, a lot of times they may have uh, after work mixers or the uh, security uh, meetups or networking meetups or coding meetups. So you want to look for those events in your area. You kind of can go mingle with people, build a rapport, maybe um, form a friendship with someone. And then you never know who you run into. Because a lot of times if you meet someone who's working at a good company and they know that you're interested in this certain position, maybe you're interested in networking, maybe you're interested in programming. But then just by having that relationship, if an opening becomes available at that person's company, then they can recommend that position to you. And then you can have their name to put as a reference. And then that way, or they may even be able to do better. They may be able to, they may know the manager for that position and be able to go in and vouch for you. And that way that could lead to you getting your foot in the door. Cause as long as they can vouch for you saying that you're a good person from what they know, you know, this could end up being your first IT role. So networking with other IT professionals, like I said, I think that's valuable and it could lead to you getting your first IT job as well as getting some experience because you never know who you may meet. And that person may have some sort of project that you could lend a hand on and, you know, just end up forming a, a, a good relationship with that person. And then speaking of networking with other IT professionals, another thing that you could do is, is what 
I like to do. A lot of times when I'm out and about at different restaurants or bars, you know, a lot of times I, I talk to whoever's around me. I started to start to spark up a conversation. And a lot of times you'll be amazed how many times that you're sitting beside someone who's in the same field as you. So I've, I've done this plenty of times. Um, it's second nature now. If I go to a bar and I'm sitting there talking, a lot of time I spark the conversation. And then a lot of times it end up being that I'm talking to someone who's in IT also, who may be in security, who may be in networking, who may be a programmer. But a lot of times you never know unless you open your mouth. So the old saying that closed mouths don't get fed is very true. So network with other IT professionals. So if you're finding value in this episode and you're listening via YouTube or your favorite podcasting app, please leave me a review or a comment as it does help out the channel. And if you have a friend who might need to hear this, please share this episode with them. So the next way I have that you can gain some IT experience, uh, this works real well for any kind of coders or programmers. It also works well for anyone in any other IT department, but coders and programmers especially is having personal projects and labs. So like I said, it works well if you're a programmer or a coder because you can go in and have a, your pet project. It may be building an application, building a mobile app, or designing a website. But when you design that website, build that mo mobile app, or build that software application, that's something that you can then add to your portfolio and you can showcase it whenever you have an interview or whenever you're at a networking event and you're speaking to fellow uh, professionals that's in the same field as you or the same interest area as you, then you can bring it up. Hey, I've been working on this software application that I did this. And then that kind of shows that you actually know what you're doing. But then let's say if you're not a coder or a programmer. So on the networking end, this is where you can do labs or if you're in cybersecurity, this is where you're going to have the labs that you do where, you know, you can let in someone know or someone's interview you. Yeah, I do labs or I have a lab environment at my home. So if you're in the server side of things, you may have a vSphere server or something you have set up at your home. You may have your own little home network lab that you go in and just lab on where you may have a couple of routers, a couple of switches, you know, a couple of security devices, or you may have some virtual devices. So this is where you can go in and gain that real world experience. And you can add this on your resume, that personal project or some of the labs that you have done. So the next way to gain some real world experience that you can put on your resume, this is gonna work real well for someone. If you're already working, let's say you're not in IT, or if you're working and you're at the beginner level of IT where you're working a help desk or operations, you can shadow with other IT professionals. So if you're at a good company already and you're trying to get in IT, this is where you can reach out to Whatever department you're trying to get to, let's say if it's networking, I pick on networking a lot, but you can reach out to the networking manager, let them know that you're interested and ask them, is it okay if you came and shadowed with one of the engineers one day? So pretty much what this is, is you showing up before that shift. So preferably it's going to have to be a day to your off on your regular shift, but you show up for that, for that shift and you shadow one engineer the whole day or for a couple of hours to kind of see what they're doing. So by you shadowing, sometimes you may be able to where they may start letting you handle some of the lower issues, some of the easy issues per se, or some of the um, issues that they may not be able to deal with, or something on the, on the easy side where you can't really mess up. You may not be necessarily logging into no devices, doing no things, but you, know, you may be able to help out around and then just 
shadowing, looking at what the engineer does. So where this comes in the key and comes in handy is that when that position that you've been shadowing for, let's say you've been shadowing for a couple of weeks, a couple of months, every here and there, you know, you pretty much know that position on a day-to-day basis. So when, when an opening comes available for that position, guess who's going to be first in mind? The person who's been shadowing every day. The person who's been coming up there once a week or once a month, hanging around, helping them out with little stuff. So because at this point, basically, you may not have to be trained that much because you've been up there shadowing, seeing what they do. They're telling you what they do. They're showing you how they do it. So you're taking notes so you you don't have to be trained that much. So like I said, shadowing other IT professionals, I think this is a good way to get that hands-on experience and also to get your foot in the door to that first IT position or maybe moving up the ladder if you're already in a position. If you're already in a good IT position, moving up the ladder, or maybe if you're working at a good company and you're trying to transition to IT, this may be something good that you can do. If you're trying to transition and you're already at a company, one thing to note is that you may want to let the manager know that you're either studying networking or you're studying for your certification. You know, let them know you're genuinely interested. So the last option I got that you can gain some real world experience that you can put on your resume is to freelance or do contract work. So with freelance or contract work, this is pretty much where you can go around, talk to local business owners uh, and offer your services. Or you can use websites like uh, Upwork or Field Nation. Uh, Field Nation is a new one for me. Um, I reviewed it. And Field Nation pretty much uh, it pretty much sends you tickets and you bid on the tickets. Let's say if it's a ticket that, OK, 20 miles away from me, they need this piece of equipment installed. It tells you to pay. You can negotiate your pay. Uh, so you decide to accept it. And if you get approved for it, if you win that bid and you go out, do the job, then they pay you. So pretty much these ways here makes it a little easier than back when. 2008 when I was trying to get into the game. So it makes it a little bit easier because like now you can do it from the comfort of your home. It may be something you can do remotely. And then you can look on Upwork. You know, they have plenty of uh, clients out there that you can uh, be paired with. Same thing with Field Nature. Pretty much they bring in clients to you and you can be paired with them. And then you can, each job you do or each ticket that you do, you know, that's, that's experience that you're gaining that you can add onto your resume. Or you can say, okay, I've been a field nation uh, working as a contractor or a freelancer for this amount of months or this amount of years. That way it shows that you do, you are capable of working in a real world production environment because a lot of those um, clients are going to be looking for something in the real world. So there's something good that I think you can do. And also some of them you can start to make pretty good or pretty decent money. So I know on field nation, it's some of the, Jobs range from 50 an hour and up. You know, some of them may be a little less. You just have to pick and choose the job that suits you. So freelancing and contract work, you know, I, th- I think that's a great way to gain some IT experience and could lead to you possibly getting that full-time role and getting your foot in the door. So that brings me to the end of this episode. Hopefully I have provided some value to you. Getting experience takes time as well as getting into the IT industry. It takes some time. You know, the only shortcut is to trust the process and it will come. So if you're on Instagram or TikTok, you can follow me at Debt Free and IT. If you have any questions, you can email me at debtfreeandit at gmail.com. Other than that, 
I'll see you next week. Peace.